Hello everyone and welcome back to Happy Human Club. I'm Soph Mosca. I'm the host of this podcast and it has been a second. So hi, how are you? I hope everyone is doing well. I don't remember the date of the last time that I made a podcast episode, but I do know that we're further into spring, closer to summer than we were back then. I think if you're in college, you're probably finishing up your finals at this point. And if you're in high school, April, okay, you still got a, you still got a second April, but if I remember correctly, like once April, May hits, like the vibes are just different at school. The teachers are more relaxed. Like the warm weather just really brings out the best in everyone. And I think we're, we're about there for sure. We are in the home stretch, you know, baseball season's here, right? Pretty sure. Um, yeah, we're in the home stretch. Summer is coming. Warm weather is coming. So if you guys are, you know, feeling the effects of the winter, you're not alone. Definitely. I will say though, like as someone who struggled a lot with seasonal depression back before I moved down to Florida, it's interesting because I mean, I don't get seasonal depression in the same way as I did, but it's still there. Like it's almost not even necessarily the weather. Like, of course the weather plays a huge part, but it's almost just like the time of year. Like after Christmas, I almost always get in a funk right at the start of the new year, almost always. And then in like end of summer, like August, September, October, I'm always like very energetic. I'm very like wanting to go out and meet people and whatever. And then December, I'm very like hibernation-y. Like I'm very like, I want to be in my in my bag. I want to be in my apartment. I want to cry. And then that kind of carries into the new year. And it's just interesting how like even with warm weather, it's like you still have all the same ups and downs of the seasons. Also, I don't know how much you can hear of Augie chewing right now, but he's chewing on probably the loudest toy of all time and it's like squeaking also before we get into this episode i just need to like bring attention because i feel like if i don't i don't know i feel like it sounds annoying i have like a weird chest cold going on right now i don't i don't know why um it might be allergies but if my voice is kind of gone or i sound sick that would be why, but I'm going to cut out all my um, throat clearing and coughing for the most part. So hopefully it won't be too bad for you guys, but I feel like every 30 seconds I'm like hacking up a lung, but I did miss you guys a lot. I've been gone for a while. I think it's like, it's probably been about a month since I posted a podcast episode. And if I'm being honest with you guys, like I for sure fell into a rut. I think I briefly talked about this just over on YouTube a little bit, but I just felt like everyone had so much to say about my life and my choices and so much to say about how I raise my dog and how I live my life and how I like what I share and what I don't share and people taking one sliver of information and writing a novel. I give them an inch, they take a mile. Like I just felt very out of control and I felt like I didn't even know my life or myself. I only knew it through the eyes of other people. And I really, I had like a little breakdown for a sec where I just, I just didn't want to post anything. I didn't want to make YouTube videos. I didn't want to make my podcast. I didn't want to post on TikTok. I just didn't. And for a couple weeks, I was like 
pretty off of social media. I, yeah, I just like really wasn't on. I really wasn't posting much and I just like needed a sec. And to be honest, like that kind of just stressed me out more just because this is my job and I feel like being away from the chaos makes me like anxious about like what chaos I'm missing or like, I don't know. I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like very bizarre. Um, and I also know that every time I open up about feeling like this, I always get people that are like, you chose this, like you choose to post on social media, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, of course, like, and, and I would choose it again and again, and I'm so incredibly grateful for it. And I love it. And I wouldn't change it for the world. Like I absolutely love what I do. I love making videos for you guys. I love my podcast. I love having this community. I genuinely do. But at the same time, I am a human being and Yes, I am posting stuff online for everyone to critique and judge and have their opinion on, but that doesn't change the fact that I'm human and it might still bother me sometimes when people have opinions about me. And just as like an example, people were being really nasty to me about how frequently I had been leaving Augie with a sitter, basically being like, why do you get a dog if you're just going to leave him with the sitter, like blah, blah, blah. And I just got so frustrated and really let it bother me because when I tell you guys, I did not leave my apartment for like six months after I got him, like just barely. I would be gone for like a couple hours tops and the whole time I was worried about him. I was like not living my life. And of course, like I had a puppy, like that's what, that's, that's what you get when you have a puppy. And I loved it. Like I love him and I loved doing it, but like, I'm just saying it was very frustrating seeing people like critique me for traveling and whatnot. When all last year, like I was really struggling and I thought that I could never travel again. And I was going through a breakup and I was dealing with the diagnosis of a chronic illness. And then I got a puppy and so I couldn't leave. And so all last year, like I was really, I was really just in a place of stillness. And this year I've had a lot of travel opportunities and I love to travel. And you guys have to keep in mind, like I also just got so frustrated because I don't know why I'm going on a tangent about this. Like this is so irrelevant now, but just, this is just like an example. Like most people go to work nine to five, you know, and I don't. So I am with Augie like all of the time like 24 seven, unless I go on a trip somewhere. And even like when I hang out with my friends, like nine times out of 10, they come to my apartment because they know I have Augie. And then for people to go online and say like, oh, she doesn't care, like she doesn't take care of her dog. She just leaves them with the sitter. It's just like things like that, where it's like, you don't, I, I guess I just realized I was like, these people, most of them don't know me and they don't know my life and all they're doing is just making me feel bad about me myself and my life and they don't even know one percent of my life like I share a lot with you guys but I think over the last few months I've just really withdrawn and stopped sharing so much because I felt like maybe I couldn't get picked apart as much if I didn't but that's not even true. Like, I feel like people still will pick apart whatever I give them. And I would rather be as authentic and open and honest with you guys as possible. And it's not like I haven't been, but I've definitely just been keeping a lot more things personal. And I, just, I, f I feel like because of that, I feel really disconnected from all of you. And I hate that. But at the same time, like I do have things in my life and things that I'm 
growing towards and moving towards and working towards and things that are changing and whatnot that I don't feel comfortable sharing online yet. And so I just, I'm just in like a weird transitional period, like in my life. And I think because of that, adding like the fact that I do social media as my career, adding that into the picture just makes it all very like anxiety provoking for me. And I've just been a little bit down in the dumps lately. I'm not going to lie. Like I've, I've just been struggling and I've talked about this a lot, or I guess not a lot, but here and there on YouTube. Um, like it's been a year, uh, in two days, it'll be a year. When you guys listen to this, it'll already be a year since I was diagnosed with type one diabetes. And I've just been struggling a lot with body image as my body gets to a healthy weight and more, um, which is okay. And I, but I've been struggling with it as somebody who has struggled with body image and eating disorders and everything under the sun in that sense. Um, it's hard and it's hard seeing messages of people being like, Hey, did you gain more weight than you lost while you were sick? Or people being like, you look so good. You gained so much weight, things like that. Like, it's just like really hard to see (laughs) even when they're nice comments. It's like, couldn't you just say I look good? You didn't have to say that I gained weight and there's nothing wrong with gaining weight, but just as someone who has struggled in that realm of life like it's just very triggering and very frustrating and I don't know I've just been really struggling to find the balance between what to share what not to share what to take to heart what not to take to heart all this stuff uh and I've just been struggling it's just I don't know like it's weird because nothing is really wrong in my life right now like I think arguably everything's going really really well uh and I have a lot of exciting things in my life and things coming up and I really don't have a reason to be sad and to be upset, but I am. And I don't know if it's just like the come down from the last year or really what, but I've, I've just not been well. And if I'm being honest, I've been kind of isolating myself from friends. I've been really a lone wolf. Um, and not even really wanting to share much with my friends. I feel like I'm a burden to everyone and anyone. And I, I think I've just, I think I girl bossed a bit too close to the sun and I only trust myself with my thoughts and my emotions. And I don't want to let anyone in. Um, it's really difficult for me. And I used to be really, I used to be an oversharer, I would say, but I have such a hard time letting people into my emotions, even my best friends. And I'll like touch the surface of it. And I just, I just won't say much more. And the, like, I cannot, I feel like I can't, I just, the only person who can, who can understand my emotions is me. And I feel like because of that, I've just like completely retracted myself from those around me. And that's just something I'm struggling with. Um, I don't know. I've just been in a really strange place and it's almost like, it's like stuff that like, I just like, normally I would go to you guys and I would vent, but I don't even know. Like, I I guess I just didn't feel comfortable even venting to my camera anymore. And I stopped going to therapy and I don't journal. And honestly, like I'm just in a really weird place and that's okay. Um, And I think that all of this has sort of led me to a place of 
wondering if where I'm at in life is serving me anymore. I think I've started to realize over the last few weeks um, that it's time for me to make some big life changes. It's time for me to switch things up. It's time for me to touch some damn grass. It's time for me to push myself from my comfort zone. And I feel like that can be applied in a lot of different ways, but it's time. Like it's time to snap out of it and see what else is out there and not cocoon myself into the life that I have gotten comfortable in. Um, And I'm not sure exactly what the change necess... I mean, I have an idea of what the change means and everything. Nothing I'm comfortable sharing with you guys yet, but uh, I just feel like change is here and banging on my door and begging me to make it. Um, And so with that, I've just been thinking just a lot about change in general and like the signs that I, I had that I started to piece together and realize like it's time for a change. I'm ready for a change, everything like that. And so the other day I compiled a list of 10 signs that you're ready for change. And I figured it would be good to bring this to you guys because I think just this time of year as like school years end and whatnot, um, people have a lot of choices to make, whether it be what college you want to go to or whether it be if you want to change your major or whether it be what job you want to do after you graduate or if you're in high school still, maybe it's like what do you what do you want to start like thinking about for college or, you know, I don't know. There's just like a lot of things I feel like this time of year that you have to think about. And I feel like May and June is really a time of like deciding what changes you want to be made within the next few months or like throughout the rest of the year. It's kind of like the time where you're used, and, and I think it comes along with like spring coming, like new beginnings. It's like, okay, changes need to be made. Like you have to snap out of your winter mode. You have to really like figure out like, where do I want to redirect myself and my life over the next few months, over the next year or so. So like I said, I compiled a list of 10 signs that you are ready for change. And I feel like we could just go over them together. So we can just hop right in. All right, so the very first one that I have is you begin to feel like a robot. So this is sort of like every day feels the same. Nothing is exciting. You're you're just so stuck in your routine that you've created that you're not like you're no longer living your life. You're just going through the motions of what your life what your life has become. And The thing about this is that at one point you created that routine because it's what you wanted. Like it made you happy. It's what supported you at that point in time. But then one day you wake up and you're just kind of like, ugh, like here we go again, doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. And if you guys are anything like me, you probably feel like 
you have to stick to that same routine because if you don't, then you're being unproductive or you're wasting your day away. Or you're not going to be as fit or as successful or as happy or, you know, if you make changes to your routine, like things in your life will automatically change for the worse. At least that's what I assume. Um, but the thing is like a routine that served you at one point will not serve you forever. And forcing yourself to stay in that robotic, just robot routine, it's going to drain you. And it's going to take away from the time you spend actually living your life, not just going through the motions of life. You know, I feel like I've talked about that feeling, the feeling robotic a lot. It's something that I struggle with just because I get in like chronic routines and I just end up like a robot. And so for me, when I start to feel that way, that's like a telltale sign that something in my life has got to change. Maybe it can be small. Maybe I need to start getting out of the house more. Maybe I need to start seeing friends more. Maybe I need to start journaling more. Maybe I need to start going on walks more. Whatever it is, usually that feeling insinuates some sort of change needs to happen. And that's usually like the first one that pops up for me. The second sign is your space feels heavy. And this is one that I'm really struggling with currently. Uh, I don't know. I've just been feeling like my space that I live in was curated for a version of me who was like deeply depressed and feeling very lost and alone and heartbroken and who just needed a blank slate and a calming environment. And my apartment and my life that I'm living now was absolutely that like I decorated my space in a way that felt relaxing and clean and free from everything like just past experiences and everything in my space is very much me but it's very much an unhealed sad struggling version of me and I don't know I just feel as though my space right now is like just weighing me down and holding me back and I feel like I'm just stuck surrounded by hardships that I've already lived and healed from, like lived through and healed from. And I've spent a lot of time traveling recently, as I mentioned, and I think a huge reason for that is because being in my apartment is just making me sad. Like obviously besides Augie, oh, speaking of, hi, sir. He just came up to me. Like obviously besides Augie, my apartment is just making me sad. Like it just feels heavy and unwelcoming. And I don't know, it just doesn't feel like it's mine anymore. Or it feels like an old version of me. Like, I I just don't know how to explain it past that. This isn't the first time that I've felt like this. I felt very similar to this right before I moved to Florida three years ago. So it's a familiar feeling. And I think because it's familiar and I know what helped me in the past um it's sort of giving me an idea of maybe what i need now and it's just seeming like for me i'm past the point of changing up my routine like i've changed up my routine enough i'm starting to feel like i need bigger change and I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to fit myself in a box that I've outgrown. So to me, that's just a sign. Something has got to change. The next sign is you find yourself reminiscing on the past a lot. 
So this is sort of like a nostalgia takeover. And I feel like whenever I'm really bored of or tired of, or when I've outgrown a space, I find myself reflecting on the past a lot. And I think I talked about this recently, either on a podcast episode or in a vlog, I can't remember, but I found myself missing my life during this past August recently. And when I caught myself doing that, I was like, huh? (laughs) Like what? I was probably the saddest, most lost I had ever been in my entire life. I was miserable in so many ways. Like this is like, I guess, trigger warning, but like I didn't have a will to live most days and yet I'm missing it. Like how could that even be possible? And I started to realize that the reason I felt that way is because I was still living the same life as August me and I was still doing the same motions, the same routine, but I'm not her anymore. And I'm not in the same place I was emotionally and mentally back then. And I'm living my life for her, not for me. And no wonder I'm missing her. I'm living a life that's a constant reminder of her and that was made to support her. Like I everything in this apartment and all everything is just it, it's just been me healing. And I feel like now that I've moved past that and I feel like I'm in a more healed place and uh like I've grown from where I was when I first moved in this apartment, I feel like I'm just like being shadowed by the my past and the what was like I, I can't I feel like I can't grow anymore in this space I just feel like I have outgrown it like I just I just I miss I miss who I was then because I, I'm like c- continuously living a life for her for that version of me and like striving for her and living for her and and she doesn't exist anymore. So I'm constantly like living a life for someone who just isn't here. And it's an old version of me who's come and gone. No wonder I'm constantly like, oh, that. And like, it's just crazy to me. Like, it's, it's just simply because I'm constantly surrounded by her and her space, but she's not here. Do I sound crazy? I feel like I sound crazy. <laughs> But I just, uh, that's just one that I, I thought of. Okay. Okay. The next one is you are chronically unsatisfied. So I feel like this could come in a lot of different shapes and sizes. It could be as simple as your favorite restaurants don't seem that good anymore, or your favorite malls aren't as exciting anymore, or your favorite bars aren't as fun anymore. Your favorite parks aren't as pretty anymore, whatever it is for you. And it could also be that you're just always looking to change things about maybe how you decorated a place just as like a like a shallow example like you're just constantly trying to switch up your surroundings and you're constantly searching for something bigger and better you're always sort of like wondering what if what if what if and it's just kind of like everything that once was great is now just okay or not good at all And like things just don't hit the same as they once did, (laughs) you know, life just feels very dull. I feel like that's like a trending thing with all of these, like things just feel dull. The next sign is you're having trouble relating to your friends. I think this is a tough one. And it's also something that I always find to be really saddening whenever it happens. 
Like it never really gets easier. Um, but just as you can outgrow your space, you can outgrow people and relationships as well. And it doesn't mean that anyone necessarily did anything wrong. Maybe they did, but, or maybe you did, but it doesn't necessarily mean that. But, you know, suddenly people who used to have, like you used to have a lot of fun with or see a lot, start texting you less or start making less of an effort. Or maybe it's the other way around and you just don't enjoy your time with them as much anymore. Or you're losing interest in wanting to keep up with the relationship. And I I don't know, like, or for me, I'll start to feel like friendships or relationships in general, uh, like in my life, just feel exhausting. And they're not adding anything to me. They're just draining me. And I'll start to feel like it takes more work to keep up the friendship than I have in me. Or maybe I'll feel like I'm not really receiving anything good from the friendship. Not that friend, like not that relationships and friendships like need to be like giving to you all the time, but I feel like they need to be like scratching an itch, satisfying a need in whatever way that is. And I feel like when I am coming to a place of change where I need change, frequently for me, friends that I had made during a period of time, like I just find that we're just not close anymore. And then I'm like, what, what happened? What happened? When, where, who, what, why? And it's just sort of like, there's not really a reason. And you just sort of grew apart. And to me, that's always a sign that I'm ready for a change. It's time for a change. The next one is you can't stop wondering what's next. So maybe you're like me and you're constantly like on Zillow looking around at different places. Um, and it just feels kind of daunting. Like you don't know what's next, but you also know that next can't be the same as now. And this also might come maybe in the form of like comparison Um, like if you're unhappy in your space and in your current life or whatever, because you've outgrown it, you might start looking at other people and other people's lives and wishing you had that, or it's just like lots and lots of yearning instead of living in the present. You're like yearning for something else or someone else's life or this or that, or this place or that apartment or this person, you know, just things like that. You're just very like, Ooh, it's almost like you get the gimmies. Like you're like, gimme, gimme, gimme. I want this and I want that. And I want that. I want everything I don't have. I wonder what, like, I just wonder what else, what else, what else? I wonder (laughs) this and that. Like, it's just very like, you're just so, you're living in the future rather than living in the present. This one's sort of like the opposite of like the stuck in nostalgia, you know, it's like the two ends of the spectrum. You're either living in the past or you're living in the future and you're never living in the present. That is a telltale sign that you are probably ready for change. The next one is, and this is kind of like an overarching theme of just all of these, but you just feel off. Something isn't right. You don't know why you can't pinpoint it. You just feel drained or sad or mad or bored or frustrated. You just feel bleh. And I feel like this is exactly how I've been feeling lately. Like I just feel bleh. And I think this is different. And like, I think I should make a point that this is, in my opinion, probably different than if if you're experiencing maybe the symptoms of like depression. Like to me, I don't feel like I'm depressed right now. 
I just feel off. Like it's not, I don't feel the same as I have in the past when I've been struggling with depression. So it's not feeling frustrated or sad or mad or drained in that way, but it's just like, it's just like there. Like, it's just like, ugh. Like I'm just like done. Like I'm just done. I'm bored. I'm done. I've had my, like, I'm just done. I'm just, ugh, get me out of this, this world, this life. That is how I feel. Like something just feels off. I just want to break out in whatever way that looks like. I just want to do it. And sometimes you don't really know yet. And that's kind of how I feel, but I know I need to just break out. This next one is something that I sort of touched on in the beginning of the episode because I'm sort of doing it at the moment, but uh, you begin to isolate. So this might be physical isolation, like you're not going out and seeing people or doing things, or this could be mental isolation where you put this sort of like mental block between you and those around you. I'm kind of doing both, but I sort of always physically isolate. I just spend a lot of time alone, but mentally isolating, I've been doing like severely as of recent. So it can look both ways at the same time too. It's kind of like you've checked out or you've already moved on into a new version of you or a new phase of life mentally. Um, And your thoughts are just all consuming and repeating as you try to make sense of why everything feels off and dull and what you want next, or maybe even fantasizing about what you want next. It's just very like all consuming, taking over. You can't give anything to anyone else because you're so stuck in your own brain. You're so isolated within your own brain. The next one is your intuition is telling you that it's time to move on. I think this is another one that I've been feeling a lot lately. Like, I don't know how or why or who or what, but I just know it's time. It's time to change my surroundings, my scenery, and redefine myself. Like, it is just time. And again, this is something that just like can't really be explained beyond that. Like, I just know. You just know. It's just this like feeling within me that... I personally always choose to listen to because every time that I have listened to it, something really great ends up coming out of it. So as scary as it might be that you start feeling this way, in my opinion, it should never be ignored. And the very last sign is you feel the fire within you beginning to be ignited again. So this is sort of like, I feel like this has to come after you like recognize your intuition is telling you to move on and to grow and to change. You like, you feel bored and down and robotic, but you want to feel excited again. Like you are craving the feeling of being motivated and refreshed and happy. And you are craving new and different and comfortable. You And you are craving new and different and uncomfortable you are just ready to grow and to change literally in whatever way that means for you you are ready maybe it's as small as changing up your daily routine or maybe it's maybe it's something a little bit bigger like changing your job or switching majors or switching colleges or maybe it's moving to a new state or a new city new apartment maybe it's time to buy a house maybe it's time to maybe you're you know in a place where you're ready to have kids. Maybe it's time to have kids. Whatever the change is, 
I feel like there are signs you can look out for in your life that tell you that you are ready. And I think change is just always so scary. Like everyone likes to stay in their comfort zone. Everyone also likes the outcomes of change, but most people don't like the actual change. It's uncomfortable. It's scary. It's unknown. And change is just, it's a lot. No matter how small of a change it is, it's always a lot. You always wonder the what ifs, good, the bad, like you just wonder what will happen if you make the change. And I think a lot of times what happens is you get comfortable and you're like, this is fine. Like this is fine, but there could be better. And me personally, I just refuse to let life pass me by wondering what else is out there and what my life could have looked like if I did this or that. And I also feel like whenever you're comfortable with something, you can always go back. I mean, I guess there's like some situations where you can't, like maybe if you leave a job, like you can't necessarily go back to that job. So I guess there are sometimes things where you can't go back, but in most cases, like take like moving to a new city for an example. If you move to a new city and you hate it, like you can always move back to the other city that you that you knew you liked and that you were comfortable in. Like I could move back home to New Hampshire, <laughs> to Southern New Hampshire, like I never left. And like, if that's what I wanted in my life, which I guarantee you, I do not. But if I did, like I could do that. And I still went and lived in Florida for three years. And then I decided to move back home because like, that's what I decided is where I was most comfortable. That's not the case. I guarantee you that. But like, that's just an example. You can always move back. You can always, you can always have what you used to have. Almost always, I guess I guess I should say. So I just feel like in almost all cases, why not see what else is out there? Why not try something new? take like workout for for example like take workout classes maybe you always just work out at your apartment gym and you really want to incorporate spin into your life but you're worried that like maybe you really this is I guess just kind of shallow and surface level but maybe you really like the physique you get from working out but you're curious about cycling and you've always wanted to try it but you feel like if you start to cycle maybe your muscle mass will go down because you're doing so much more cardio whatever it is like you can always stop going to cycling and go back to just going to the gym all the time so why not just throw cycling into your routine and see what happens that's just another small example but I just feel like change especially like if you're anything like me like change is scary as fuck like I hate change but change is what brings about growth like you cannot grow without change and you will never know how good something can be or how good your life can be or what opportunities are waiting for you on the other side of change and growth and so I think because of that if you are feeling like you want or need a change you need to listen to yourself and while you're feeling it take it and run with it because I think also it'll fade like you'll just be like oh well this is my life all right and then you'll just accept it and you'll never make the change but I think when you feel inspired to do so listen to yourself like listen to what you want deep down and follow it and make whatever changes need to be made in order for you to see what else is out there and see what other opportunities lie on the other side of that change and those are the signs that i have for you guys that i came up with 
I really hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode and I hope that whenever you guys are listening that you're having a nice day. I hope you feel inspired to make changes in your life in whatever way that looks like for you. And also before I go, make sure that you guys are following me on all of my other social media. It is always in the description of the episodes, but it's just at Sofmoska on everything besides Snapchat is S-O-P-H-E-R-R-R. And I post a lot on Snapchat nowadays. So like, I think that's the platform, honestly, that I post the most on. So if you guys want to keep up with my life, I sort of do like, I don't really post videos that often, but I sort of just like go through my day through pictures. Like I kind of vlog through pictures and I definitely, I feel like show my sense of humor over there a lot more than I do on other platforms. I don't know why I just like, I just do maybe because it's like a new platforms and it's also not something where I feel like I have to like be aesthetic. So I like show my personality more. I don't know. But anyways, make sure you guys are following me on everything because I want to see you on all the platforms. But I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And I will talk to you guys so super soon in the next one. Bye.